Bank of Clark County is making it easy to give to local charities. We're featuring a different one at each of our Bank of Clark County locations. To find out how you can support their good work, visit our website at www.bankofclark.bank or follow us on our social media channels and the hashtag GiveWithBOCC. Happy Holidays from all of us at Bank of Clark County. Member FDIC. Welcome to the Transform You Live show. Get inspired and motivated to make a real transformation in your life and business using the power of optimism and mental focus. For more information, visit TransformYouBroadcast.com. That's Transform the Letter U Broadcast.com. Now let's make way for your host, Marcus Paul. Hello, my people, my people. Welcome back to another amazing show. We have another phenomenal guest here today. And once again, I'm your host, Marcus Hart. Uh, today, we have uh, Dr. Belvin uh, B. Uh, Braham. Uh, he is from St. Elizabeth, Jamaica. He's education. His education includes a bachelor in theology from Northern Caribbean University, a master's in religion from Andrews University, and a doctorate in organizational leadership. He has a huge uh, experience in as working as an educator, evangelist, and conference president, and currently serve as administrative field secretary in Inter-American Division. Uh, he's been coordinating evangelism and church growth. Uh, he has a very extensive uh, body of work, and I uh, got a chance to chat with him on the other side. He is an incredible um, man of God, and he's uh, working very hard and also a family man. He's married with, with two, uh, two young daughters, young adult daughters, and, and just has a huge vision. Uh, with his uh, new body of work here, uh, a practical guide to evangelism, how to win and keep new members. So, without further ado, let's hear for Dr. Braham. Uh, so, hi, Dr. Braham. Won't you tell us a little bit about yourself and just all that you've been doing? I, I know I said a mouthful, but um, let's hear you know, just a little bit, you know, a little bit more uh, about what you got going on. Okay, Marcos, it's such a pleasure to be on with you um, on this podcast, and uh, I really look forward to us having some interesting dialogue together. Um, thank you for the introduction. I just want to amplify a little bit that I am, yes, um, my name is Balvin Braham. I, am, uh, I have quite a bit of experience working in the educational system from primary education through to tertiary uh, university level. I have taught at all of these levels and have coordinated leadership functions. Also, I've had a lot of um, experience in pastoral ministry. I've had up to 12 churches as a pastor at one given time, and I have served very interestingly, and enjoyed ministry. One of my greatest joys to be with people and also to see the 
the body of believers grow. I have experience in church planting. I have also experience in leading individuals in the whole process of evangelism, growing their churches, planting new churches, conserving members within the body um, of believers. And I have served throughout the Caribbean. Actually, at the present moment, my function takes me across 42 countries of the world. So um, I do extensive travel training, equipping um, faith-based leaders for evangelism, for church growth, for executive leadership functions. And also I've worked extensively with young people, um, helping to guide them in determining a direction for their life and consolidating them in the faith, etc. So my leadership experience at the ministry level, leadership level, educational level have been quite extensive over the last two, three decades. You know what, that's, that's very, very remarkable and very impressive. And, you know, usually, you know, you know, we, we, we hear uh, about, you know, uh, such great leaders as yourself and, and we, we, we always, you know, um, wonder, like, uh, were you always like this when, you know, just growing up and where, where, where did you fit in your line of family? Were you the eldest or were you the only child or... Or were, or were you, you know, uh, were there some, some role uh, somewhere in your life where you, you were, where you, uh, where you made this, this switch, you know, because there's always some story, you know, uh, where, you know, uh, a leader, you know, with such distinguished uh, attributes, you know, has, has already took on, uh, such responsibility early on so so Mike your question really is um, if I have um, some formative experience that has um, guided me in the formative years that uh, motivated me into ministry yes absolutely Um, yes uh, right well here's a point when I was very small I, before I was even able to, to to speak well, I would say, I I always found myself preaching because I used to go to church and um, you know with my parents and I used to admire the preacher so forth. So I would always be out there preaching to animals and so forth. I didn't know what I was saying, you know. It was quite a kind of a. Um, scrambling around here and there, but, but I was preaching very dynamic and powerfully to, um, to, to, to animals. And so, so I, I think that from those formative years, innately in me is that, is, is, is that propensity to be someone who is connected to the higher power and also to share the experience that comes. And as I grew, went to school, um, 
and eventually um, grew up, became baptized as a member of, of my church. I became fully immersed and involved in, in leadership of young people. And the kind of a satisfaction that I got from just interacting with the young and the old and the affirmation that I got from them, oh, you have great potential in this area, that area, you know. Those, for me, were very transformative. But I think what really got me was that relationship that I had with the Lord, that one-and-one conversation in prayer, my joy and love for studying the Word of God, and, and, and a text that really captures me and holds my attention is found in Mark chapter 3, um, from verse 12 on to 15, where Jesus carried a group of disciples with him to a mountain. And up there, he, he, he prayed for them. In fact, the Bible says he ordained them to abide with him. And then it says, he sent them to preach and teach and heal and to do various forms of ministry. And what captured me is that Christ is interested in an abiding relationship with us. And based on that abiding relationship, then he sends me to go do ministry situated in or located in that abiding relationship with him. And I think my life has been so transformed over the years as, as I see my own mother and her commitment to faith, a praying woman who would spend so much time in prayer, praying for her children, guiding us and directing us in the path of righteousness. And I kind of followed in her, in her footsteps quite a bit. And, and I think with parental guidance, the prayer of my mother, my own relationship with the Lord, the members in my church, the interaction, the times we spend together studying the word in prayer meetings, etc. Those have really um, had serious and great impact on my life so that where I am at today and what I have been, I attribute it all to one, to God, two, prayer, three, study of the word for fellowship with the believers and, of course, godly parental guidance. Wow, that is, that is truly, truly amazing. And, you know, and you really, you know, named off some, some tr real good antidotes for, you know, keeping that fire, fire alive and um, some things that, you know, kept you going. Uh, all of these years and you know uh the, the great center of all of that was you know uh, joy you know you um the you know the the one that stick out most is that you had joy um from your relationship you know with god throughout it all you know um you know some people you know um i don't know some people tend to lose that joy um you know because there's so much outside noise um going on and um they they get distracted uh, but you named off some some key key components, uh, you know, uh, parental guidance, uh, the, the fellowship, uh, the, the reading of the word, 
and 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 just you know uh, sticking to sticking to your mission and calling uh, that you that you answered uh, to and you recognized at an early age. Uh, so so now, with knowing with the with the knowing of all of that now and 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 you you see that you that you you got so much joy from all of this you know um is it the joy that's motivating you uh to you know pass it pass it on uh and you know uh, uh to bring this this good goodness all of this goodness and joy to others through evangelism and does the reason for writing the book you know uh, let me add here that God blessed me with a wonderful wife, very spiritual, um, a soulmate, and together we are able to, we work together, we pray together, we study together, and we do ministry together. And her influence as well has such a great impact on my life. And my ministry, we make a we make a perfect team, if there is such a thing, I, I would say. So that when I became pastor of a church district, we then we had eight churches, I, I think ten churches. After that, we added it within two or so years, we added another two churches to the to the district of churches, um, making twelve. But I mean. People had such a great love for her and for, for me, myself as well, both of us together in, as team ministry. And we were able to create a kind of a synergy with the, with the guidance of the Holy Spirit that the congregations that we served, they grew because we were able to strategize, to work together um, with leadership within these local congregations to conserve the members that we have and also to do outreach ministries. And everywhere we went, we saw that these congregations grew because people were just coming into the faith. People came into the faith. And, um, and so these churches grew. So, so I moved from a district of 10 churches to eventually became the president of what we call within um, the organization that I serve, we call a conference, which is um, at the time we had over 60,000 members within that territory with more than 40 pastors and um, uh, serving in various pastoral districts. So I was able to give leadership to them in giving leadership to them, I was able to, 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 to guide them in, in the whole process of growing their congregations, uh, planting new churches, and also focusing on discipleship, how to get members to be engaged within the faith. At some point in time, I became... I was evangelist, of course, for um, this particular territory within which I served. And so serving as an evangelist, I would conduct evangelistic campaigns in various territories and over a period of time and see hundreds of people submit their lives to the Lord Jesus. So that when I wrote the book, this book, 
A Practical Guide to Evangelism, How to Win and Keep New written within three months because it has over 200 pages. It was written within three months because it came from experience. I, this is not just theory, and that's why I call it a practical guide to evangelism. It's not just theory. This is coming from the heart. I've been there. I've done this. I've seen how it worked. I've seen this is, uh, the success has come out of this. And so I am actually telling the story of how it is done and how it can be done and how you as a ministry leader, well, whether you are a lay leader or you are uh, um, a, past, a pastor, how you can be actively engaged in the process of evangelism to grow your church, your congregation, and also to focus on keeping them. Because, you know, I always say to individuals that the goal of church is not just to win members or bring people into the body because the destination is not the church. And sometimes we get the impression that the destination is the church. So once I became a member of the church, I can sit back and rock away in my rocking chair and be content. No, the destination is the kingdom. And oftentimes when people come to church and they have little conflicts here and there, misunderstandings here and there, they leave the faith. Right. No, I say to them, because the destination is the kingdom. When you come, you're going to face challenges, but you're not going to leave because where you are is not where you are going. The destination is the kingdom. So as I say, what I have written in this book, A Practical Guide to Evangelism, How to Win and Keep Members, this has had a, such an effect around the world. There are numerous persons around the world who have been utilizing this, this material and are themselves finding great success. I've got people call me and, and call me and tell me how much they are benefited by the use of the material that is in this book, a practical guide to evangelism, how to win and keep member, members. And you know, this is all to the honor and the glory of God because it's about him. It is not about me. I like that. I, I really like that a lot. And, and it is very, very important, you know, to, to get it, you know, from from someone who you know is you know uh, has lived it, walked it, breathed it, and and can actually you know um, has stand in the gap and you know and you know because you know so much so much material out there is is theory and um, you know Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky Lucky in line at the deli I guess Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Is inflation taking a bite out of your grocery budget? Andrews Federal Credit Union is here to help. Introducing our Inflation Buster Share Certificate with 5% APY for seven months now through December 14th. Bring your money to Andrews Federal Credit Union today. The Inflation Buster account must be open with new money. Andrews Federal Credit Union membership is not just for the military. We also serve the community. Visit andrewsfcu.org. Federally insured by NCUA. Membership eligibility required. APY equals annual percentage yield. Must have $1,000 minimum balance to earn advertised APY. There's nothing wrong with theory, but, you know, we, we, we need more more people who, you know, are able to say that they they had the actual uh, breathing, walking experience. And, you know, um, there's there's so much lip service out there and not enough action um, based uh, results based uh, work out there. Um, that's that's actually a template uh, for us to follow. Uh, and, and, and it seems like, you know, this 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 work and this uh, this book can be a, a great companion for anyone who's who's uh, an entrepreneur <laughs> to you know to uh to to you know to follow behind too you know and you know we we do know that you know uh, a lot a lot of what you know the bible um teaches us you know um uh, is is great for you know um you know those who are you know uh you know, in, any, in any leadership position, you know, we, you know, uh, so, so this, this would be great for, um, you know, not if whatever, whatever leadership position, am I correct? You know, um, I, I mean, I, I don't, I know you intentionally, you know, intentionally write that for to be, uh, to, to cross, um, you know, cross into secular, um, you know, into, into the secular realm, but, you know, um, you know, um, what you, would you be open to, you know, uh, even, you know, allowing, um, those who are in, in, uh, other leadership positions to take a peek. Yeah. Well, well, listen, um, this is a publication that is not intended for any particular boundary. It's, it's for the globe. Whoever, wants to find another method in order to reach people and to lead them to Christ. This, comp- uh, this book is for them. Yes. It's not just for pastors. It's also for lay members. It's not just for leaders. It's, it's about every every individual for example when you go to chapter one it talks about a call to every member evangelism and and how every member within the body is able to be engaged in doing the work of the lord in fact i mentioned there that there are three kinds of congregants and which is which is uh, i got this from a poll that was done by the um the gallup poll where they say they have been doing a series of studies over the years and have found that each congregation has at least three types of members. The engaged, the disengaged, and the actively disengaged. And and, and they suggested there that of these three groups, just about 29% of the membership in any given church is engaged. That is emotionally connected within the body that you can depend on really if you have ministry to 
get done 29%. So if you have a church of 100 members, it's 29 that you're able to depend on. 52% of those are disengaged. Um, they like the church, they like the organ, the faith-based organization, they come in. And this is not just to, let's say, a church. It is similar to a secular organization. You have 100 persons within that organization. It's 29% of them probably that you might be able to depend on what actively engaged. 52% of them, they love it, they will come. But you cannot totally depend on them. And then 19% is actively disengaged. Now, in, in, in chapter one, you know, there's a focus on that and how can you get more of your members to be engaged? So chapter one deals with that. Chapter two is about getting your church in growth mode. How do you grow your church, so to speak? Four dynamics of church growth is listed there. I mean, any person who is in charge of a faith-based organization and is interested in growth, would want to read chapter two. Chapter three is planning for success. How do you plan? And the whole process of continuity in, because some, some, one of the challenges we face is that we do some things well for a period of time, maybe for two months, three months, six months, probably a year, but we lack continuity. And, and so uh, chapter three deals with the whole planning for success, leadership development process, church and community, how the church is engaged in the community, how you survey your community as a church and, and, and understand what the needs are out there and are able to get your church um, really engaged in community because you know, there's a social dimension here. Yeah. We were not just made as spiritual people, we're also made as social beings and God expects us to be to be to be focused on the social dimension of the gospel. And so that chapter deals with that chapter four focuses on the whole process, how every member can be involved in, in outreach and visitation and evangelism. It actually tells them how to initiate a conversation, the, the local member in your church, how to initiate it, how to get out there, contact people, and get them involved in the whole process. Chapter four um, deals with small groups, how you can organize your, your membership as a church into small groups and, and get it functional. What are the dynamics of small groups? Stages that a small group goes through until it gets to the stage of performing. Chapter 5 deals with that. Chapter 6 deals with public evangelism. How you organize for public evangelism uh, and, and some myths that people have about public evangelism. It, it, it deals with those and how to increase attendance at your public evangelistic meet, meetings and as a preacher, how you preach to the times, etc. Chapter 7 is a whole process of planning, preparing for a public evangelistic campaign. Um, chapter 8, the campaign itself, the whole execution of the campaign. What do you do? What you put into it? The campaign pro program. The, and you know, there's something about, at the end of every chapter of this book, there is a review and there are review and discussion questions. 
So with these review and discussion questions, um, you're able to, it's, it's, it's like a textbook. Mm. If, you're, if you're a leader, if you're a ministry leader in your church, you can use this as a textbook. In fact, there are a few universities that have been using it as a textbook for evangelism in the, in the universities. Um, nice. Because it provides for individuals to interact at the end of the chapter, answer questions, um, etc. Chapter 9, planning and implementing effective family evangelism. So, family life. Uh, evangelism through family ministries or family life. Chapter 10, women involved in evangelism. How women are able to plan and effectively implement and execute evangelism program. Chapter 11, men. Men, uh, effective planning and implementation of evangelism by men. Chapter 12, youth. Planning and implementing effective youth evangelism. Chapter 13, planning and effecting or implementing effective children evangelism. Child evangelism. Get the children out there involved. Chapter 14. Wow. This is truly amazing. You know, like... uh... Yeah, this book really lays out, you know, all all the moving pieces. There's so many moving pieces uh, to dime about, you know, it, and it's it's a complete, it, it truly is a complete guide. Um, and I, I'm I'm truly, you know, it's, it's a fantastic uh, opportunity uh, for for those um, who who wants to, you know, get their local church uh, pulled back together and. And, and and build it back up, uh, and, and and not only that, you know, we we you know, there's a lot of a lot of people, you know, um, uh, who you know uh, left left the church, uh, and 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 you know, who and this is the opportunity to pull them back in, you know. So, uh, and there's a lot of souls out there who don't even know they need to be pulled back into the church, uh, pulled into the church. So, you know, um, so those who who are you know um, who want to do good, uh, who uh, who have a church, uh, uh, you know, uh, you know they can go out and actually, you know, use this guide and, and start doing it the right way now, you know. So this is uh, great and you know, that you that you have done this. Uh, so so with that being said, you know, we, we got about a, a few a couple minutes here. You know, I I, I love to you know uh, just uh, hear hear your your take here on uh, just just maybe just you know what what is your you know um just your you know just just your full your full like you know just you you there is there there definitely is a lot of moving pieces uh and and just organization uh organizational structure and organizational leadership um how how do you how, how do you stay so productive? How do you stay so organized with uh, with uh, with life and uh, and with just you know uh, with, with with maintaining uh, with maintaining yourself as a leader? 
or what what does your routine look like uh, I, I would say uh, well you know i'm a very busy person as i say very occupied because my responsibility takes me across 42 countries and so i'm always traveling um i enjoy planning for large events and so i do a lot of planning for large events i travel and do leadership training in various countries around the world i do evangelism in various places so i'm always preparing messages or preparing presentations for training of individuals and i do enjoy family time time with my family of course my we have two daughters one is a lawyer one is a medical doctor and um we like to hang out with them my wife and i every now and again and um you know so yeah this is pretty much how i enjoy spending my time i just love work i i, I love work i love preparing messages i i love to read the word i love to spend time with the lord i love to spend time with my family well it's, it's very very good that you you know you you have a you know a, i mean god has blessed you truly you know with you know with a very supportive family um you know that that supports you in you know uh in your calling you know um it's it's not you know uh it, it's very it's very difficult uh, um in this life to to be able to have um uh real true uh work life balance <laughs> so um you know um you know but god you know uh, truly has made a way um possible you know, to 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 bless you to be able to uh find find that balance um so you know that's truly great you know um uh, uh that you that you have found, found that uh, that respite in your life uh, so with that said you know is there any wisdom you want to leave us leave us off with before, before we close uh, the other thing i want to say is that um i love people i just love people it's like i like to be with people i like to see people grow i like to see people being happy whatever i can do to help individuals to be happy um that's just about me um there's a passage of scripture uh, um jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11 where the lord says i i have a plan for you i have a plan for your future and and i think that's a powerful message that brings hope to my life to my family and it's a message of hope to the entire world God has a plan and a future for every one of us, and he wants us to submit to him so that he's, his plan and the future that he has for us, that we can realize that. That's very well put, very, very elegant. You know, I, I, thank you for that. So tell us, tell us again You're that, welcome. tell us again where we can find the book and, um, and the website, website link for the book? Oh, yes. So, so um, persons are able to obtain this book at theevangelismbook.com. Theevangelismbook.com or evangelismandleadershipresources.com. Evangelismandleadershipresources.com or theevangelismbook.com. 
any of those two sites, um, this book will be obtainable. Nice. Thank you. Thank you so much, Dr. Raham. Uh, it's been a pleasure talking with you today. Uh, do hold the line very briefly here. I'm going to go ahead and close this on out. Uh, so, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we just had an awesome conversation with uh, Dr. Uh, Reverend uh, uh, Braham. Balvin uh, Braham. Bravin. I'm going to get it right. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Bravin uh, Braham. So, excuse, excuse that, my. Excuse Balvin. my. Balvin. Balvin. That's right. That's right. Yeah, Balvin. Braham. 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 Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I, I tongue twist the easiest names. <laughs> so, so you got you to gotta excuse my vernacular this morning. So, uh, always had, an issue that people have with my name. Um, Abraham, I always say to them if they want to get my last name, the Abraham, just remove the A and you're left with Braham. So, Abraham, Braham. remove the A. It's no, just Braham. a something. They never remember to remove the A, and they call me Abraham. But after yeah. it's Braham. Yes, yeah, Braham. So Balvin Braham. Yep. Yeah. 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 I think you know. You look at them when you see the bees, and you know the it, it, it's the bees. I think it's the bees. So Doctor Balvin Braham is uh, who we have. Perfect. Who we have had chat with. You know, a very respected, respectable man, and uh, very. Very knowledgeable, you know. Uh, definitely the person you want to go to, um, to you know, uh, get get this great information from. Um, he definitely has um, uh, served uh, served his time well um, for for God, and uh, definitely a man of God, you know, and definitely uh, serving serving our uh, global community uh, well, you know. So uh, definitely pick up the book. Uh, the uh, practical guide. Well, and by the way, I know we're closing. I know we're closing off here, but I just want to say at the present time, my responsibility uh, um, takes me to over four million members um, within the territory that I serve. So I have a great responsibility in serving over four million members in twenty thousand congregations at the present time. Wow! Oh my goodness! I couldn't imagine. Oh man, that is that is a lot of souls. Yeah, that is truly. truly yes, sir. Well, we give God praise. Yeah, all the praise, definitely. He's able. So, a practical guide to evangelism: how to win and keep new members. Doctor Graham. Sure. So, uh, until next time, ladies and gentlemen, uh, many blessings, peace, and lots of love. And once again, I'm your host, Marcus Hart. Uh, feel free to replay this podcast over and over again. Pick up the book. And I'm your host, Marcus Hart. Until next time. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 